everyone. Good morning. Nice to see you all. So um, the reading is going to be um, slightly interactive. Um, you can find it on the, in your Bibles, but you will also see it on the screen. Um, and uh, it, 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 in, after each little section, um, we're going to join together by saying, because of God's mercy, I am here to serve. Because of God's mercy, I'm here to serve. And then later on in the reading, one of the responses, to the reading will be, because of God's mercy, I am here to love. So just look out for the change from serve to love. So let's look at the screen um, and follow along. So Romans chapter 12, verses 3 to 8. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. Because of God's mercy, I am here to serve. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. Because of God's mercy, I am here to serve. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. Because of God's mercy, I am here to serve. If it is serving, then serve. Because of God's mercy, I am here to serve. If it is teaching, then teach. Because of God's mercy, I am here to serve. If it is encouraging, then give encouragement. Because of God's mercy, I am here to serve. If it is giving, then give generously. Because of God's mercy, I am here to serve. If it is to lead, do it diligently. Because of God's mercy, I am here to serve. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Because of God's mercy, I am here to serve. Love must be sincere, hate what is evil, cling to what is good, be devoted to one another in love, honour one another above yourselves. Because of God's mercy, I'm here to love. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervour, serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer, share with the Lord's people who are in need, practice hospitality. Because of God's mercy, I am here to love. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Because of God's mercy, I am here to love. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. Because of God's mercy, I am here to serve. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Because of God's mercy, I am here to love. This is the word of the Lord. Fantastic. Amen to that. Well, I want to begin by asking um, a question. I want to begin the talk by asking a question. Um, 
What do you think of when you think of church? That might seem like a really obvious question, but what do you think of when you think of church? Hmm, have a think about that for a moment. And I wonder whether um, these two things come to mind. I wonder if it's the building. It might be the building that comes. There's a beautiful blue sky on a nice day. Um, so it, that's what it can look like. Sometimes um, you might have learned that, that uh, rhyme that goes, um, here, is the, here is the church. Do you remember that? Here is this. I can't remember. You fold it like that. Here's the steeple and here are the doors. Open the doors and here are the people. You might have learned that when you were children. The trouble with that is that it tends to think of church as buildings, as doors, and as steeples. And of course, that's not really what um, church is, is really about at all, about the buildings. Yes, buildings are nice, but this is really just a glorified um, barn to keep us dry, isn't it? Well, we're grateful of that, to keep us warm and dry. It's a nice building, um, but it keeps us warm and dry. And those first Christians... Um, that Paul was writing to, the Romans, didn't have um, buildings like this. They met in people's homes. So that might be one thing that comes to me. I'm buildings. But maybe the second thing that comes to you when you think of church or what church is about, you think of church services, you know, coming to church services, um, like we're doing this morning. And, of course, coming and joining together, really, really important part of being church, gathering together to hear God's word and to pray and to sing together. That is only one part of what it means to be church. Being church is also about going out into the whole of the world and living our lives in each part um, for God. And so, as we begin, we're going to be thinking what it means to be church. What does it mean, really, to be community? And our reading helps us um, think about that. We heard earlier, as Sophie was um, speaking from uh, the game, Romans 12 begins by talking about how God has transformed us through Jesus because he showed us mercy, showed us kindness, he's shown us forgiveness Because of what he's done on the cross, as we've been remembering, he then uh, asks us, well, well, the question is then obvious. What what should we be doing that God has shown us that mercy and that love? He transforms us, but what's he transforming us into? He's transforming us into a new um, community. So two, two things for us to remember this morning. The first of all, is that Romans verses 3 to 8 tell us that we all need each other. That's the big point from those verses, 3 to 8. Here is um, the verses. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to to the others. We all need each other. And Paul gives us a picture of the body to help us because we know the body is all different parts, but it works together in order to function properly. Now, I need a volunteer. I need two volunteers. <laughs> Why don't you both come up? But you need to choose somebody to come with you. It has to be a grown up. You need a grown up. <laughs> there you are. Look, Liam's going to be one. You're going to be with Nicholas. Who are you going to choose? 
It could be anyone. It could be, could be one of those, those people down there. Although the, your mum and dad are looking terrified. <laughs> or it could be Chris. Or it could be Sophie. You get Sophie up. Right. Brilliant. Fantastic. Now, what you need to do is the, the grown-ups, that's what you are, Liam, a grown-up, <laughs> need to blindfold, be blindfolded, okay? Does that not fit? Try, try, try the angle. There you go. I did try it earlier. You, you can't see, can you? No. There we go. All right. Now, in the bag, in each bag, there is one of the finest games that the world has ever created, Mr. Potato Head. Okay. Right. Now, here's the thing, you see. You're not allowed to touch it. Okay. You have to, by speaking only, instruct your partner in how to make it. Okay? All right? You could take it out of the bag to start with, but, but wait, and there's going to be a two-minute clock countdown, okay? okay? So you can take it out of the bag. Okay, there we go. Okay. And there's going to be a countdown, and we're going to count down three, two, one, and then it's going to start. But you guys are not allowed to touch it, okay? All right? You're only allowed to use instructions, and you need to be quite quiet, congregation, because they won't hear. Are you ready? Three... Two, one. No touching, no touching. You've got two minutes. Do you think they're doing quite well? I'm going to get Matt to judge it at the end, who's going to be the best one. Oh, I think that was using your hands, Nicholas. (laughs) Technically. (laughs) That's a weird thing. Two minutes is quite a long time, isn't it? How are we doing for the timer? Oh, we're guessing. Right, you've got, you've got 10 seconds. Ready, we're going to count down. Ready, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Stop, 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 stop. Right, will you place your potatoes at the front of your desk and will you step away and Matt's going to come and judge. What do you think? What do you think, Matt? Which one's the winner? Hey, well done, team. Well done, thank you very much. Uh, look, guys, you can go and debate it later, okay? <laughs> Do you want to go and grab a seat? Now, I mean, this, this little game perfectly illustrates, doesn't it, what Paul is saying in Romans 12, 3 to 8, about how um, we need each other. I mean, we've got the illustration of the, p- the potato head anyway, with all the different parts. Uh, Romans 12 is saying we need each other. 
uh, in order to function correctly. And of course, it's not always easy, is it? Um, this, <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, perhaps we needed a few more parts to help that one. But I think this illustrates what Paul is saying. He's saying um, that we all have something to give, don't we? To give to the body, to give to the church, to give to the community in order to help strengthen it, to help it flourish, um, to fulfill its role. Every single one of us. And he gives us these examples of different um, gifts. He gives us, in fact, here, two broad categories of gifts. Uh, one category is, is around speaking type gifts. Um, prophesying, teaching, encouraging. And then practical roles. Uh, uh, he gives us giving, serving, leading, showing mercy. And these are not exhaustive. There are loads of other gifts um, the Bible talks about and ways in which we can serve. We need each other. Are you here to serve? It's a really important question as we respond to the transformation that God has brought about. Are you here to serve? If you've given your life to Jesus, if he is your Lord and your Savior, there are plenty of opportunities in which you can serve, both small and big, both practical and both pastoral. It's not just about a few people, perhaps who you see from the front. Lots of people already do lots of things in the church. Notice verse 6. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. You might be sitting there thinking, I don't really know what, I, what my gifts are. Well, seek them out. Have a go at something. Um, ask one of us and we will help you discern what that might be for you. So I'm here to serve. God has brought you here to serve. But that's not all. The second thing is I'm here to love. We heard that in the reading. I'm, because of God's mercy, I'm here to love. Love, verse 9, must be sincere, hate what is evil, cling to what is good, be devoted to one another in love, honor one another above yourselves. Here's what Paul is saying church life should be like. It should be characterized by sincere love. A real love, not a fake love, but real. None of us like fake things, do we? None of us like fake things. We, we, none of us like to be conned. And uh, so Paul is saying we need to love sincerely. Now, I've got another little quiz for you. There's some pictures. And you've got to work out which is real and which is not, which is fake and which is real. Who, I'm sure you all own a Rolex watch, so this will be a dozzle. <laughs> So which do you think, A or B, is real? You don't think it's... Oh, there's... there's, there's straight on. A, B, D. <laughs> you think it's A. Let's find out. It is indeed A. Apparently, it, it's particularly in the magnification of dates. That's a detail. Somebody's definitely knew that. Liam knew that. And none of us would like to be caught out by being... Um, insincere or fake, would we? Here's, here's another one. See if you can work this out. Oh, you got this sorted. These, for those who don't know, these are Pokemon cards, and you can buy fake ones as well as real ones, and one of these is real. And uh, I got these off my son, and here are the two cards. Do you think you know which, which one is, is real? You, you probably need to have a look closer up. Any ideas? 
Somebody thinks it's B. Nathan thinks it's B. You collect Pokemon cards, do you? <laughs> there we go. Shall we let somebody else have another look? What do you think? You're not sure? We'll have a look. Who collects them? Well, let's find out. Is it A or B? A is the fake. Apparently, it's not as shiny as the, <laughs> as the other one, B. Thank you, Aunt Louise. And here's one more. And this is probably the one that relates to our reading so well. Both smiles, but which is a fake smile? Any ideas? B? Who thinks, it's, who thinks the fake smile is A? Put your hand up. So that's, that's about a third, a quarter. Who thinks it's B? That's more people who think it's B. This is fine. The answer is? There you are. Apparently, it's in the eyes. Apparently, it's in the eyes. Apparently, when you smile properly, you use lots of muscles that cause crinkles around your eyes. So look at the eyes. Um, So, just as smiles and Pokemon and other things can be fake, so our love can be as well. It can be insincere. Uh, And and that's, that's not what God is calling us to be transformed like. He wants us to be real in our love for others. He wants love He says here, must be sincere. Hate what is evil, cling to what is good, be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another um, above yourselves. Paul is saying, I'm here to love. I'm here to love. Paul's talking about breaking through, I think, sometimes to us in our particularly British uh, culture reservedness, to actually step outside that sometimes and say um, that as a growing community transformed by God, we should be real in our love to one another. We should be showing hospitality. We should be turning ourselves inside out um, for others. Just as verse 17 says, be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. This love is to be exhibited to everyone, not uh, only in the church, but also outside to everyone. This is what God wants for his church. This is what he wants for St. John's. He wants us to be sincere in our love for others, to grow in life together, to participate in public worship together, yes, but in our small groups, in our houses, in, our, in all our activity that we do together. And of, of course, this finally reflects, doesn't it, the gospel. This reflects the good news of Jesus Christ. It's only possible because of Jesus, because of his death on the cross for us. He turns us inside out. He transforms us from the inside out. In view of God's mercy, he's rescued us. And because of that, our lives are transformed. Our lives are changed, are radically transformed. What is church about? What are you here for? What am I here for? We're here to serve and we're here to love. Let's pray. Oh God, our Father, thank you so much Um, that because of Jesus dying on the cross for us, we are transformed. 
We're transformed from the inside out. And we pray that, that you will do that ongoing work of transformation in us through Jesus Christ. And that would turn us outward by your spirit to live for you, to serve your church, to love one another and to love the world. Father God, we are here to serve and we're here to love. May our church be transformed by Jesus Christ. Amen.